welcome to the Teach Them Diligently podcast. Here we discuss just about everything that comes into play when you're a Christian homeschooling family. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Rachel Carmen. As, as we were chatting, I was struck by how many times she wisely stopped to say, this is something moms need to hear. You know what? She was right over and over and over again. This is something that you moms, we all of us moms need to hear right now. So don't miss a moment. Our conversation today largely focuses on those times when God puts our dreams on hold. How do we handle that? What can we learn from that? How can we continue to trust God and to do what he's called us to do during those times? So whether you're fostering a dream or not, you do not want to miss a single moment of today's conversation with Rachel. You know, with the holiday season right upon us and honestly the crazy state of the world in which we live being what it is, there has never been a better time to cultivate a heart habit of Thanksgiving. I've personally seen a focus on Thanksgiving fundamentally transform people I love as they turn their eyes upward and start seeing things as God does. My husband, David, has written a phenomenal resource that will walk you through 40 transformational days in the Psalms as you learn what Thanksgiving is and then how it will impact your life and your relationships when you actively practice it day by day. I can't encourage you strongly enough to pick up a copy and make the Transform Journal Thanksgiving in the Psalms part of your devotional time. You can buy them as a single copy, but we found that most people buy two to do as a couple or buy the family pack and use them for family devotions. Some churches have even bought bulk orders so that their men and ladies can do them together. God is doing great things through this resource, and I cannot wait to hear how he'll use it in your family as well. So you can learn more at transformjournals.com. So go there and check that out today. I also wanted to remind you that Collection Week for Operation Christmas Child Boxes is coming up really soon. OCC has been reaching millions of children each year with the good news of Jesus Christ through shoebox gifts. Even in the hardest places of the world to reach, churches are being planted and communities are being transformed. And you and your children can be a vital part of that. You can pack a shoebox this year and reach a child with the good news of Jesus. National Collection Week is coming up very soon. It's November 15th through the 22nd. To learn more, visit SamaritansPurse.org forward slash OCC. I hope that all Teach Them Diligently families are planning to pack a shoebox and to show the love of Jesus to little ones all around the world. If you post a picture of your shoebox, please, please, please be sure to tag us on social media. I would love to share those. I would love to show people the different ideas you have and to truly encourage other families to do likewise and to participate in this ministry. So again, go to SamaritansPurse.org forward slash OCC for more information and be sure to pack your shoebox before the collection week of November 15th through the 22nd. So, and now, without further ado, I'm very excited to invite you to join me and Rachel Carmen as we talk all about God's timing and how His ways are so much better than we would have ever dreamed possible. So, let's join that conversation now. 
I am so excited that you are back with us again this week, and I am truly thrilled to welcome my great friend, Rachel Carmen, to the podcast today. Rachel and her husband, if you do not know them, uh, they own Apologia. She writes a lot at rachelcarmen.com. She's the author of several books. She has a community for moms. She is all about supporting moms right where you are. And I think you're going to love her if you have not met her yet. So Rachel, welcome to the Teach Them Diligently podcast. Thank you so much, Leslie, for having me again. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. I'm just glad we get to record it for the moms, right? I know, I know. So you guys should always be on our phone calls because there's so much fun. <laughs> well, Rachel, before we dive in and really start talking a little bit about your story and how God, you, you've got a new product out, but this product was born years and years ago, this, this dream. Um, before we start talking about that, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself and your family and your background so that everybody gets to know you a little before we see your heart in action in what we're going to talk about later. Sure. So um, I am a homeschool convert, didn't want to homeschool um, way back in the day. And it's a great story of God's faithfulness and God drawing me. And I'm just so grateful for the journey that he brought us on in spite of myself and so grateful for 26 years of home education. Mm -hmm. So we have seven children, six are launched. I only have my youngest son home this year. And we have three grandchildren, which is Yay! pretty awesome. So, and I'm going to just say to all you moms out there, no, I don't have it all figured out. Even now, God is just continuing to pour out on me and teach me. I'm so grateful. I continue to be grateful so much every day just for his patience with me. Yeah. There are things that I sometimes go, why didn't I figure that out? earlier. And I just get to acknowledge how faithful and patient he's been with me and just so grateful to continue to have my relationship with him growing. Yeah. Amen. And to your point about why didn't I figure this out earlier, that I know for me is one of the big things that kind of pushes me to want to engage with moms and families every day so that I can help them actually not stub their toe on stuff that I did or to figure this stuff out earlier. And I, I suspect that's what drives you as well. It's so true. I actually have a group of young moms that meet here at my house about seven to eight twice a month. And mm. one of the things I say to them often is just don't do what I did. Yeah. You know, I mean, I said <laughs> it, just don't do what I did. Let me save you some time and some heartache. And let me tell you what God, what God did, what, how I messed up and what God did. And it is, it is what drives me because I just see so much that God has taught me. I really do want to pay it forward. And I, and I'm, I'm sure that that's what you're trying to do with your ministry as well. So I think that's our kindred spirit thing that's going on. Oh, no question. And, and actually the, the joy that comes from having a rear view mirror too, and being able to <laughs> encourage, Hey, keep going because the process works. God is yeah. at work. And I know right now you think your middle school son has lost his mind and it will never come back, <laughs> but it will. That's so, right. It's real. And God just, he does bring it all together in the chaotic confusion of every day and the mundane of a changing another diaper it all matters. It, it really all matters. And none of it is wasted. And God is in the process of transforming you. And it's, it's amazing what he does. Yep. So yeah. Yep. And the relationships that you're building while your kids are little, and they're talking mm -hmm. about stuff that, you know, I, there was, there were moments I didn't care about Legos, I, honestly. And yet yeah. I had long conversations about them, but I now see that those relationships built on those silly conversations that meant so much to my kids have opened right. the door for conversations with my bigs, my young adults 
that that matter a lot more to me personally you know they're they're still sharing their heart with me but that doesn't happen in a vacuum that starts with building those relationships while they're younger which is why homeschooling is such an tremendous gift for our families exactly and you know we're right here um i don't know when this will go live but we're right here just before the holidays yeah. and i love this time of year because all of my kids start talking about everything they want to do when they get home and when they get back together and all you know and i have no idea how we're going to cram everybody's heart desires for food <laughs> in six days but it's glorious because all of those years of everybody being here culminates in this they're young adults yeah. and we all get together and we laugh and we tell stories and i'm just going to say every year that they get together they tell another story that i had no idea about so exactly. it's so much fun to find out things that happened that you didn't know happened and so exactly. it's great it's so funny you would bring that up because even last night i was talking to my boys they were both here and yeah, they were talking about stuff that they used to do, and yeah. I had no idea. And and but the the offshoot of that was, see, let your kids play outside. Let them get a log to the head. It, they that's will it, not kill them because they were talking. I I told you before, both of them work at the mall here, and they were talking about how people come in and they're so scared. And like, no, our immune system's tight because my mom sent me out. We, she pretty much told us to roll in the mud. So <laughs> so anyway, it really is so fun to actually. They they now are brave enough to tell me about some of this stuff they exactly did that's what it is i'm sure that's what it is but it is it is so so awesome so so yes all of those looking back all of that being able to share what god has done really is kind of the big why as to why we write why we talk why we want to be with moms day in and day out yeah. because that yeah. is our way of giving glory to God through what he's done in our own lives. Right. And so I really, I wanted you to tell Rachel, the story of, of a dream that God gave you many, many years ago and how that dream got put on hold for a really long time. Cause I know I talked to so many moms. I think homeschool moms are among the most gifted people I have ever met in my yeah. life. Yeah. And so many of them have big, huge plans and big, huge things that they want to do and really feel like God is leading them in that way. But timing is everything. And, and when you were telling me this story a week or two ago on the phone, I was like, ah, oh, she's got to tell that to everybody because yeah. it really shows how God's timing and God's ways are so much better than ours. It's so true. And I, I don't know. I mean, I still get emotional when I think about what God has done through this whole story, because it was really I'm so overwhelmed with gratitude to him because mm -hmm. I really gave up a couple of times in the timeline. I just was like, yeah, it's just not going to happen. And so long story abbreviated, right? So um, <laughs> 25 years ago, uh, Davis and I went to a, a walk through the Bible event here in Charlotte. And what you have to know at this point, I mean, this is kind of the funny thing, right? So I said earlier that I was a resistant homeschool mom. So like, I didn't want to do this. I made fun of you people. This was for somebody, <laughs> but not me. And, and I made fun of people to their faces. So that's sort of my caveat. Somehow that makes it okay. Exactly. I, it wasn't behind their back or anything. It wasn't. Was right to their no, face. I was like, <laughs> you're, you're missing it. Um, anyway, so this was like our, this was the spring after our first six months of homeschooling. Okay. So you have to let that sit on you. I didn't want to do this. I did not know what I was doing. 
I had not even gone to a homeschool conference. Obviously, we did not own Apologia. I have a, a five-year-old, a two-year-old, and a baby on my hip, literally. And we go to this walk through the Bible event. And so I'm sitting there with, I, I mean, I don't even barely have my feet wet in homeschooling. I, and I mean, we're doing the alphabet, we're counting, but I, I didn't know what I was, I did not know what I was doing. But I sat there in that auditorium with about 500 other people. And I was like, that needs to be a homeschool curriculum. Now that's just funny, right? Yeah. I don't know that I owned any homeschool curriculum at the time. So that, that I would even think of that. I mean, it's just funny. So I, I am plagued by an inability to think small. Mm. I mean, literally, I, it's very difficult for me to, I'm a visionary, just that's just how I'm wired. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, that needs to be a curriculum. We go home. I call their headquarters in Atlanta and made an appointment to meet with the president of Walk Through the Bible. That's why not, it's right? Crazy. Yeah, I mean, why not? It's hard to go home. So so he actually agreed to meet with me, which is even funnier, yeah. right? So we pack in the kids in our little Honda Civic in Charlotte, North Carolina, and we drive to Atlanta. I've got my notes. I have taken the curriculum. I have broken it down. I have this vision, this dream. I still have those notes, by the way, which is kind of cool. <laughs> so I literally nurse the baby, hand her off to Davis. He takes the kids back out to the car, and I walk into the president's office of Walk Through the Bible, Mr. Phil Tuttle. And I am just, you can imagine, I have a very difficult time being passionate about anything, yeah. not. And exactly. so I just sit there just, I'm, you know, larger than life, telling you about this dream. This is what you need to do. I don't know any homeschool statistics. I barely know anybody else that even homeschools. I wasn't even confident I was going to do it the next fall, but here's my dream. And it's funny because we just went out to dinner with um, Phil I guess it's been about a month ago and we just laugh about this first meeting because, you know, I, my, the way I say it is I told him my big dream and then he patted me on the head. Mm. Remember in the Grinch, Cindy Lou Who, when the oh, Grinch yeah. pat Cindy Lou Who on the head, that's kind of how I felt, felt, you know, he patted me on the head and said, let me know how that works for you basically. And I just, I'm so grateful that he was willing to listen to me. I mean, what a gift to be heard. I mean, there's yes. so many little lessons in here. So I did, I taught, I, I was like, okay, then. So I went home and I continued to develop it. And I inserted like memory verses and activities and I continued to hew at it and, and teach my kids. And so we do this um, for, I guess, 12 years. And then we purchased Apologia. And then I'm like, game on, this is it. Look, I've been on the board for, in North Carolina, um, NCHE, North Carolinians for Home Education. Uh, we now own a major curriculum company. I now have seven children. I have now been doing this in our home for 10 years. I'm about to kick off a co-op that I'm going to run, and I'd like to implement this, you know, field tested in a co-op, see if it works somewhere other than our family. This is it. This is the moment. This is the time. I get that it wasn't then, didn't know what I was talking about. But now, but this is now it's real. Yeah. And yeah. I was just sure. I mean, and I, that's gotta, that's gotta speak to somebody. I mean, I know <laughs> there's a mom out there that's just like, I, this is the time. This yeah. is the time. And I mean, this was it. I mean, I came with everything. I'm thinking this is it. And I came 
arguing for it and everything. And so at that point, Phil Tuttle goes, yeah, you're right. This is the time. So we write a contract, we enter in a contract, and um, I actually went to some training with them. And for the next uh, three years, we ran it in the co-op and I'm finding what works, what doesn't work, what the mm -hmm. other moms like. And, but then there was a hiccup. So I have written Old and New Testament. I'm, I'm in it. And there was a hiccup and the contract got canceled. Hmm. And I remember that day like it just happened this morning. We drove out to Atlanta. We need to meet to like a progress meeting yeah. and um, we go in and I mean have you ever gone into a movie uh, a meeting Leslie where you you set just barely your toe over the fresh home of the room and you know it's this isn't good yeah absolutely yeah and um that was this meeting I mean I was I walked into that room and I was like oh hmm. this isn't good and with inside 30 seconds my dream had been picked up and shot I mean it mm -hmm. was like over and and I remember going out into the car and sitting in the parking lot and just sobbing mm. because I was like what have I been doing I've been doing yeah. this for 14 I mean I what what and I just I'm crying out to God going okay so let's just review I wanted to write bible curriculum I mean <laughs> this isn't, it's not like I wanted to write I mean this bible I'm having this conversation with God and, um I love I love I love I love that God is big enough for mm. our moments of desperation and our moments of crying out to him that actually yeah. he invites us to do that we have examples throughout scripture hannah david i mean many examples in scripture of people who were raw and just said this exactly is and so i did and i think i i cried all the way home so atlanta to <laughs> to charlotte north carolina that's um it was made longer because i was crying and I'm so sure. <laughs> Um, I got home and just sort of like, oh my goodness, and sort of stepped back. And, and then I was like, and get this, this wasn't my finest moment either. And I have a list of not my finest moments. <laughs> um, so this, I, I was like, well, you know what? They don't own the Bible. That, that is true. Yeah. They don't own the outline of the Bible. That's kind of God's thing. And so then I decided that I was just going to write it myself. I wasn't going to I can do this. I, I know the scripture. I know. And yet I wanted to do it uniquely enough. Right. So then I endeavored and actually accomplished that. I did Old Testament, New Testament. I did my own outline. I did everything. And then we hit that took about three years. And then we hit another snag. And the other snag was just I just ran out of gas. I was mm. doing this in a vacuum. Um, we had other things going on in the family. We had other things going on at the company. And it was just, I just, I couldn't chase this by myself. Yeah, and I just, yeah. I went into Davis's office and I think, I, I said, I, I think this is dead. And I'm trying, hmm. I'm trying to revive something that's dead. And I just need you to know that I got a Rubbermaid container, also known as a plastic coffin. <laughs> and I'm going to pack all of this in. And I've got to say goodbye to this. And I just need you to know, I, this is what I'm going to do. And he, you know, Davis is very wise and very patient with his wife. And he's, he just gave me a big hug and um, gave me permission to lock myself in my office, which I'm sure David has done for you. Yes. You know, I don't always need a bouquet of roses, just, you know, some time to cry yep. it out. So I did, I took the Rubbermaid container and I put everything 
I put my heart into that box, all of my notebooks, everything, you know, I put, I put all the files in my computer under XXX or ZZZ, I don't remember which one it was, but just <laughs> put them know. at the bottom. <laughs> I didn't want to see it. And yeah. so it really took a lot of things off of my shelf because it had dominated my life mm. for 15 years. <clears throat> so I just put it away and I literally took, this is interesting too. I took that Rubbermaid container and I, I buried it in my attic. Hmm. I couldn't quite like burn it or put it yeah. on the curb. So I just put it in the attic in some dark back corner of the attic that I, I would not see when I went to get Christmas down, you know, and I literally walked away from it and it was a death of a dream. I felt like, I mean, talk about lay your Isaac down. I mean, yeah. I felt like there were no rams ewing in the bushes. There were, <laughs> there was no voice of God stilling my, you know, staying my hand. It was done. Mm. <clears throat> and so I just, I just went forward and I just thought, okay, I just don't get to do that. Yeah. It's just, and that is so hard. Yeah. Well, and we do not see in the Valley. We don't see what God is doing. I'm, I'm no. actually in Job right now. So the timing is pretty perfect because he, you see that as he is just crying out and then, you know, almost pleading his case with his friends, but because nobody can see what God is doing when you're in that deep valley of learning or growing or whatever, you kind of look back and you see what God was doing. But at the time, it's just hard and it's painful. And you have to put into practice that trust that you talk about all the time. Exactly. And, and you think, you know, I talk all the time about, and, and true confession, and you know this too, when God gives you the opportunity to share with other people, very often he's getting you to, he gives you the opportunity to share truths that you know are true, but you need to know they're true. Yes. Yes. So you know it here. I know God doesn't waste anything. I know he is faithful. I know I can depend on him. I know he's the great redeemer, but I need to know, I need to right. know. Right. And so I, I went, I walked through eight years then hmm. just feeling like, and, and, you know, this is the other thing that moms need to hear. Boy, when you are there, the, you are just ripe for Satan's picking. Yes. And I just remember him whispering lies that at the time I was willing to buy. Yeah. Um, one of the most prevalent was I wasn't good enough for him to use me. Yep. Um, I was, you know, I just wasn't, there were other people that were higher up in the queue than me and he really didn't need me. And I, you know, what I was doing really didn't matter. There were other people that he, he really, that were really who he wanted and mm. it wasn't me. And it was really hard. And I, and I struggled and this will scream too. I struggled to then shift and trust that there was meaning yeah. in just being with my kids. Yeah. And just building into my marriage and just speaking at another support group meeting. I just really felt like I had latched on to this was my thing. And I didn't even realize how dug in my fingernails were. Right, right. right. Which is a thing. <clears throat> and well, and so, when, you, um, when you have a dream like that, there's a huge amount of vulnerability that comes with that too, that you don't actually recognize um, but when you're, when you are willing to put your heart and soul out in something like you talked about putting your heart in that box and putting it away, there is a huge 
openness and vulnerability and rawness. And those are ways that Satan can so easily attack you, whether things are going on the upside or in the valleys, because as you're going up, that vulnerability can tend to lead to pride and, and all kinds, and then you're kind of weighing reactions and all, it gets right. all kinds of crazy that you have yes. to fight against. But that, that vulnerability, that putting your heart out there for other people to consume, I, I don't want to skip over that without noting for these moms that are wanting to do this, that, yeah. that there is a huge vulnerability and you have kind of this, this target on your chest that Satan knows how to exploit. And so guard your heart with all diligence in those moments. Yeah, you can't let your, you can't put down your um, breastplate of righteousness. Right. Again, not your righteousness, but his righteousness. And you cannot afford to put your shield of faith down. I mean, yeah. you've got to, I, I love, there is, I think this dates me. I think it was the 1990s. There was a song that talked about God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Yes. That song has echoed in my mind on more than one occasion when I have just felt like my back was to the Red Sea. And I was mm. just like, Okay, I do not see a way out of this. I don't see, I don't even see a way, get this, listen to this. I don't even see a way for you to redeem this. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, talk about raw. And, and I wasn't daring him. I was just tired, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, so then we go through like eight years and God is faithful and he is good. And I really do believe um, and this is another thing somebody needs to hear, you know, the quiet time that you and I advocate for, for these moms, the time of prayer, the time in God's word, sometimes you feel like you are just going through the motion. You're just, okay, it's yeah. James one today. And you're just like, I got nothing. I sat here and I read, I don't even know what I read. Right. But I got to tell you in the words of Jamie Smith, being with God in prayer or in his word is still formative. Absolutely. It's still transformative, even if you can't feel it. You know, I, there have been times in my life where God has taken a chisel to me. Hmm. I mean, he has lobbed things off of me and boy, I have felt it. But there are other times when he's got really fine grain sandpaper and I'm not as attuned to that. Right. And yeah. I think that, and sandpaper still is formative. And so I really feel like during this time, God was really, he was really working on me and really, you know, and doing things in the background and doing things in my life. And so, so this is what God did to set it up for the third time. So the first time was, you know, right after I saw it, I'm, I'm, I'm a mom of three. I don't know what I'm talking about. The second time we actually had a contract, but it, it didn't work out. So the third time. Um, I was on the speaking docket and I was actually keynote keynoting at a conference. And I noticed when we were setting up that walk through the Bible was there and Phil Tuttle was there. Huh. There were two keynotes, me and him. And I mean, from the moment and, and I mean, God really revealed to me that my heart was really not done and it was really not in a good place because mm -hmm. when I saw that they were there. I was like, okay. Oh, I get it. You're willing to come to a homeschool conference, but you're not going to not with me. With yeah. Right. Yeah. And it just, it just, it was like ripping a scab off. Right. And mm -hmm. I was just, and, and in that moment, I was just like, uh, I don't want to feel this again. I don't want to be reminded of this dead dream. I don't want to be, I don't want to think about the box in the attic. I, you know, and so I just went on, you know, whatever. 
and I'm in the middle of my keynote address and he walks in and sits down in the middle of my keynote address. And I mean, literally I've got an audience here. Yeah. And that is so it. distracting. Oh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> you know, and I have, I have spoken through screaming babies. I have yep. spoken while the, I was at one conference one time, Leslie, I've never told you this. And literally all the electricity went out. I mean, oh, I, nice. it was dark. So that was interesting. I think that's probably the highlight, but so I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm going to my next point and, what, and I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. So, I mean, I couldn't miss. And it was like God going, well, then Phil was supposed to do all the devotionals at the National Homeschool Conference. Okay. And I'm just like, okay, that's two. And that year I didn't get to go. And I wasn't sad about it because I was just like, I, I got nothing. Well, the third thing I mean, you can see that it's coming closer, right? The third thing was at our home church, we were doing a, a sermon series that the pastor named Route 66, going through each book of the Bible. And he was using the walk through the Bible. Of course he was. So every Sunday on the big screen is walk through the Bible. And I just, I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. What? What? So one Sunday, and I, I wish I could remember, I need to go back and check my notes. I wonder how many books we had to walk through and how many I had to see on the big screen on Sunday before, right? I finally responded. But one Sunday morning after service, I went into Davis's office and I said, I cannot believe I'm going to say this. I think we have to call him back. Mm. I think we have to call walkthrough back. And we have to see he was here. He was here. What if God is doing something? Yeah. What if, yeah. what if, and I said, I don't even want to be on the call. I just can't, I just can't. And so my husband who, you know, I still think would make an amazing international diplomat. <laughs> and um, so I said, I will pray you get to call. So he called. And when he got on the phone with Phil, he said, you have been in my coulda, woulda, shoulda file. Huh. I'm so glad to get this phone call. Now wow. is the time. Huh. And it was just like, this was God's time. It wasn't here. It wasn't here. It was here. And I have to tell you, God was right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the timing is right. I mean, in this moment where we are, this cultural moment where we are mm. right now, what do we need more than anything else? We need to be able to give our kids God and his word. Amen. I mean, I, this is the moment. I think had it been either the previous times, it probably just would have gotten lost. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, we would have just missed it. We would have just taken it for granted. But now, my goodness, we need this. We need it. And families as a whole, not just our children, but moms and dads need yeah. to get deeper. We need to understand what we believe and why we believe it and exactly. what God's word says, because every bit of that is about to come into focus. And we are going to have to decide, choose you this day whom you will serve. That's, That's right. about to be our reality day in and day out. Um, and so I am so thankful for the way that God led through all of yeah. that. And to bring you to this moment, there's there have been so many times when David and I, especially over the last couple of years, we've stepped back and we're like, God, 
we were so angry. We were so angry that Nashville 2020 was moved into February. We were, that was three years before. So 2017, we had to sign that contract. So angry about it. And yet we had Nashville 2020 exactly. and that was it. And God knew all those years ago exactly yep. what time that event needed to be, just like he did with this. And the other thing that I think is so cool, and I want to show, I've got, if those of you that are watching the YouTube video, I'm going to show you what this, this curriculum is here. But the other thing that I think is so cool about the timing is the illustrator you got to work with to really bring this to yeah. fruition and to make it as amazing of a curriculum and as a family resource that it actually is. Yeah, it's my son. So I have Anderson on video doing the motions to this curriculum. He's two. Wow. And he became the illustrator for this after having graduated from art school. And he created the character Wyatt, who you're introduced to in the beginning of the book, who looks an awful lot like my son, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was a whole new dimension just to get to work with him. And it really did. You know, I really believe that what God's doing when he gives us dreams. And again, I, I will hold on to his faithfulness and his goodness and his perfect timing and his patience and his kindness. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like making a, a steak dinner and, you know, there's no such thing as an effective marinade for like 10 or 15 minutes. Right. I don't care what the label tells you. Don't believe it. It is <laughs> not going to have the influence on that piece of meat in 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah that it does overnight, right? Yeah. And I look at this and I see how far this curriculum came in that marinating process because mm. it was never out of my mind, right? I had all these moms, all these conferences for years saying, you might have somebody who's watching now. Uh, I had a woman write to me the other day say, I remember you telling me you had a Bible curriculum coming out um, about 10 years ago. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, this is that one. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> It was kind of beyond my control, but it, it marinated and it changed just like I changed. Right. Yeah. And that is glorious. I mean, there are a thousand other things that we will not cover in our time today. Right. That God did all along the way. One of them is interesting though. I will say you've got the curriculum right there. We sent you the swag box. I've got it right here too. Yes. It was originally four volumes. Really? Because I thought for the narrative, I wanted a whole textbook for the narrative. And I wanted yeah. a whole textbook for the corresponding books to that testament. But over the time, it was like, yeah, no, this has got to be doable. Yeah. That's not yeah. compromise, not compromise, but doable. And I just felt like four looked intimidating. And I yeah. thought, if I look at two, God only did two. Right. You And it, you naturally think of two. You think of old and new. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. And I thought, if we do four, it's going to overwhelm. And yeah. so that was just a massive thing that God did that, ten, you know, 12 years ago, it wouldn't have been that way. Right. Right. So, again, his faithfulness and his goodness and God's editing power. Huh, mm -hmm. uh, that's just remarkable what God has done. So, yeah, very, very excited about it. Well, it's it's so awesome. And like you said, there's there's two primary. I'm trying to get the notebooking journals. There's Old and New Testament. Plus, you guys did notebooking journals because you're Apologia and you do them so very, very well. Thank you. But, but would you tell us how how these work? What what are they? If I am a young mom or an older mom listening and thinking, you know, walk through the Bible with my kids, I am down for that. 
What yeah. does this do? Okay, so it's, it's beautiful, by the way. Oh, well, thank I just, you. I, I love, just love to dive in. I know. I know. <laughs> it's just beautifully illustrated. And I think it draws in the mom and the dad and the students. And this is not a boring textbook, right? Yeah, it's just no. not. Uh, you can say a lot of things, but you cannot say that about it. So <laughs> we, again, one of my primary objectives is that it's doable, mm -hmm. right? And one of the ways I think to make Bible curriculum doable, because I've worked a lot of conferences, we, you know, we started, Apo Apology has started with science. Yeah. And I've had a lot of moms and dads come to the table and go, you know, we are going to do chemistry. We are going to do physics. <clears throat> and then I would sort of float, what are you doing for Bible? And they'd go, ah! and I'd be like, oh, wow, we're willing to, you know, really mentally engage with these other subjects, but not with God's word. And so, you know, mental note over the years, how can we do this? So I get it. When we polled the moms, what are you doing for Bible? And if you're not, why not? They said, I'm afraid I don't, I don't know enough yeah. and I don't want to mess it up. That's what the mom said. Yeah. And so in order to meet those issues or those concerns, here's the deal. You don't have to do this by yourself. I'm doing it with you. Yep. So I teach via streaming video, the first half of every lesson. So there's mm -hmm. 30 in the old Testament, 30 in the new Testament. And once you buy the curriculum, you get a link to the streaming video and I okay. teach the first half of the lesson. So here's the deal. I'm holding your hand. I'm right there with you. Hmm. And it's not just me. It's also Wyatt. Wyatt's animated. My son has an animation certificate from animation mentor. So he animates, um, why it also, so we've got, it's a one-two punch, right? So beginning your week, you would watch the teaching video and then you read the second half of the story, the second half of the lesson, the narrative with your kids. In my ideal play world, snuggled on the sofa around the good word of God, right? And so that, I mean, that to me, you want to talk about honoring and glorifying God, snuggle on the sofa with your kids and read Amen. his word. I mean, there's just nothing more glorious than that. And then there's the notebooking journal pages. And, you know, you said a minute ago, as parents, we've got to do this. And I just want to confess, I'm aiming at mom and dad. Yeah, I, I would hope so. And I mean, we hadn't even talked about this, but, but that is where the aim has to be. And then it allow it because you're teaching them diligently, but you can't teach what you don't know. So exactly. allowing teaching mom and dad so that they can turn around and naturally give it to their kids. Ah, it's Perfect. Well, I get excited about it. And that's another reason why we really wanted to do the videos is I want to interject passion and enthusiasm. Yeah. I think some people think of Bible and they just go, yeah, you know, and I, and I do believe it's criminal to make Bible teaching boring. And so that's not what this is. This is passionate, enthusiastic teaching of God's word. The narratives are written in a very engaging way, very conversational way. Yep. In every lesson, there is a sidebar. So it might be about basket weaving, but we also have doctrine and apologetics. We have a character um, sort of character sketch because I want to, I want these characters in the Bible to come to life. Right. These right. are not imaginative. This is not in somebody's just mind's eye making up Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yeah. These people lived this and they breathed. History. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think too often and I talk about this we we read it as black and white and yep. so in the character sketches i really wanted to bring the characters to life and consider what was it like to be abraham what was it like to be job you mentioned being in the book of job mm. because 
God put all of these people in his word for his purpose. And his purpose is to encourage us wherever Mm -hmm. we are. I mean, wherever you are, there's a character who's been there. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what part of the power of God's word is. It's right there. And then I, you know, I'll tell this too, which is very exciting. So we're aiming, I told you we're aiming at the parents, which is true. (laughs) If I think if we can get the parents excited about God's word and just confident that they know the narrative, right? So the first 15 lessons are the biblical narrative in each Testament. So old Testament, first 15 old Testament narrative, New Testament, first 15, New Testament narrative. Mm -hmm. Then the second half of each book, lessons 16 through 30, are the corresponding books for that testament. Mm -hmm. So your kids and you, mom and dad, you're going to know what the book of Obadiah is about. You're welcome. Not very many people even know that there's a book of Obadiah, but you can know. And you're going to be able to see how all 66 books of the Bible coalesce into a cohesive Mm. story of God's love for you and for your family. And you're not going to be able to contain yourself. You are going to want to tell other people about this God who loves us so much that sent his son and is coming back to take us home. Yeah. Well, and the conversations when you're studying God's words together in kind of a, a, a static time, a time that is deliberate conversations that overflow as just yeah, I was thinking about X and, you know, the pieces you see your children start putting the pieces yes. together and making yes. it practical. And that's where the discipleship really goes even deeper. So if you're asking, how do I disciple my children? You get in God's word with them and then let the Holy Spirit bring exactly. up things throughout the day and you engage in those ways. And this is a terrific tool for that. Yeah, it's, it's the ultimate application of Deuteronomy 6, right? Right. So you interject this deliberate, intentional, purposeful time of God's yep. word. And I love what you just said. And you just let the Holy Spirit do the rest. And yep. you have all these other conversations. And so they're the notebooking journal activities. But I'm happy to also tell the viewers that I'm building this out for high school credit. Excellent. So this will become, in short order, God willing, a, a literal, I already believe it's whole family. And I think yeah. for the veteran homeschooler and probably for a lot of other homeschoolers, you'll be able to see the opportunities to give your high schoolers additional research or papers or whatever yeah. to build it out for them. But I'm actually going to do that for you. And all those resources will be online. So it really can be all family, right? Yeah. And I've already done videos on how to use the textbook, how to do the notebooking journal. Um, there are um, also tools in the middle. I actually, I'm about to get these. All, I'm going to just shoot a video on this. There's the story discs. These are in the middle of the notebooking journal. And these are the keyword cards that are mm. also there. And I'm going to show how to implement those in your day and how to use them for review. And there's even some games you can play with them. I mean, all of these different things, because here's the thing. It's layering it. Yeah. Right? Yep. You, you layer the learning. I mean, you know this as a homeschool mom. You layer your learning and spelling and grammar and math and science and all these. And the Bible is no different. It just needs to be the foundation. And so then it just all literally comes together. But mm. I can tell you honestly, to launch your children with a fundamental understanding of God and his word and the redemption story and restoration to come, there's not a better thing you can send them off to college with. Yep. 
I totally, totally agree. And, and again, like we kind of looping back to the beginning, both of us have kids in college. Both of us have seen how God takes his word. And, you know, the Bible talks about train up your child and it's, right. it, it will not return. God's word never returns void. And all of these promises that were given in God's word. Well, when you give them that solid foundation and then you send them off, God is at work and God will bring all of those things to mind and, and makes it so much more practical as they're now adults and they're interacting with it on an adult level, but they've got to get those truths as children. Well, you're never too late. Give your children no. the truth, whether they're yeah. little or not. But, but when they get those truths, when they're young and they're, they're in high school, and they're still living at home. You have so much power to really give them a solid foundation. And there is little that you can do for your children. There's nothing that you can do for your children that is better than that, or will prepare them for adulthood better than that. Yeah. And I really think this is the time. This is the Absolutely. moment. We, talk, we talked earlier before we started recording about, you know, this is the time in our lives. I believe that God is giving us an opportunity to boil it down and triage Amen. all yep. of those things we thought we wanted to do, all those things that, um, you know, what is what is really important because yep. we don't have time to chase around foolishness right now. We have a moment to prepare ourselves and our families and our communities, and we need to make the best use of that time. And this one of the other things that we didn't mention, this is a great evangelical tool, right? Yeah. Because your little ones are going to be able to in 40 hand motions. So both of the narrative outlines have hand motions that go with them as memory hooks. Your kids are going to be able to show grandparents at Christmas time yeah. or aunts and uncles at a birthday party, the entire biblical narrative. Yeah. And, and that's pretty awesome and glorious. Or you can do it at church or whatever. They're going to memorize scripture. And you are going to have an opportunity to literally plant this mm -hmm. in your kids. And the, the payoff, the multiplication payoff is just huge. Well, and children are so bold. They are oh, they so are. Yep. daring with sharing the good news of the gospel and what yeah. they've learned about Jesus. And they, I've seen it so many times, they open doors that I would have been too shy or too fearful or whatever to open. And right. so God can use this so powerfully as you are equipping your children and exciting your children about God's word. Um, yeah. So yeah, I am, I am really, really excited about this project, Rachel, Good. where can we find it? Um, how do we get yeah. it? Tell us, tell us all of that. So you can go to apologia.com to make your orders. And then, like I said, when you get the curriculum, there's a whole ton of additional online extras, including the video. There's also the book available on audio. Um, I am just going to quick caveat. Don't use the audio as a substitute for snuggling on the sofa. Yeah, never. So yeah, if you want to put it in on a road trip, uh, we made for a long time we did road trips to Texas because that's where my parents lived and it was 999 miles door to door and we went through a lot of audiobooks so yeah. I'm all about that or putting them to bed at night with it that's great because it does matter what we listen to as we go to sleep exactly but not a substitution I would just appeal for that um, but again there's going to be more and more in the online extras there's review video of me doing the motions of Wyatt doing the motions there's the story disc we even have a long list on both Old and New Testament of vetted resources. Mm. So 
I didn't want to just, and, and I'm sensing a lot of insecurity and a lot of lack of discipleship in the, yeah. in the moms of this generation. And I, I don't mean that in any way as a judgment negatively, but as an opportunity. And so we didn't want to just have you Google it, right? And that's kind of dangerous to just Google the Trinity. So we wanted to actually, I mean, I, yeah, that's terrifying. So I wanted to actually give you resources. Yeah. So if you're a young Christian, this is for you. This is mm. perfect for you. And major issues of doctrine are included, plus this resource list that you can go on. There are podcasts. There are online resources. There are books. There are timelines. All of these things that our team has vetted that we know are rock solid resources and it's, it's um, non-denominational. So we have a whole team of people from different denominations who have looked at this, put their eyes on it. We have two guys who have um, one's almost got a PhD in apologetics. One has a master's in apologetics. Another one has a master's in apologetics. All of them have studied God's word. I'm in a master's program. So we got it right. And again, it's not perfect. I get that, but we're here to help you answer your questions, engage with you and help you succeed. Well, that is awesome. Well, Rachel, I will link to how to get this uh, in the show notes for here, but also I want to make sure that people know how to engage with you directly. So um, why don't you tell us where we can find you online as well? Because I know you love to hear from from moms and and dads, I'm sure too, and Mm -hmm. engage with them there. Yeah, and I love, I'm just going to say, as intimidating as it can be sometimes, I know that there are a lot of seminary dads out there. I've talked to you over the years <laughs> looking for a good, solid Bible curriculum for your kids. And I really do appreciate when you write in and say, Rachel, have you considered this or what about this? I really yeah. do appreciate that. So um, this has been a team effort. So I look forward to hearing you. You can private message me or um, on Facebook. You can go to rachelcarmen.com. And uh, message me through there. You can also, I'm on Instagram. I also have a new membership site called Real Refreshment, the community that I'm building. And there's going to be a whole community in there just for this Bible curriculum. And that's very, I love it because it's completely off social media platforms. Yeah. Independent. It's an app on the Mighty Network. So yeah. I love that because a lot of the things that I hear from and responses I've gotten in the past on Facebook has been moms going, I don't want to answer here because I don't want my kids to see or my mom to see or my aunt to see. And and so now we've got a a place where it's completely out of that. So we can exactly. So no, that's, that's what we love about 365 too. It all runs through an app. You can talk privately. There's no drama. Um, you don't, you don't have the, you're already uptight by the time you get to where you want to go. Like when you're doing what we're doing, Bible curriculum, and I, I'm all about talking about God and Jesus, the, yep. the algorithms do not treat me kindly. They do not. Yeah. They don't like media. that at all. So I don't want to keep fighting that. I, I would much rather put my energy somewhere where it's going to multiply. So, well, exactly. Exactly. I hear you completely. Um, well, Rachel, thank you so, so much for joining us today. We are super excited. For those of you who don't know, Rachel will be back with us at Teach Yay! Them Diligently next year. And we're doing the evening of Real Refreshment at Teach Them Diligently next year. So um, can you give us any insight as to what the moms can expect in that evening of Real Refreshment before oh, we man. go? Real quick? I, I'm so excited. So I'm actually going to do what I would have done in 2020. So <laughs> 
um, which was supposed to be the year of vision, which, you know, was supposed to be this thing. And I, I'm going to argue, I think it really was. Yes. A, oh, an 100%. Up for everybody. That's a whole nother podcast though, right? A whole nother <laughs> podcast, but it would be a really good one. But um, yeah, it's going to be based on the book of Deuteronomy. Yay, and so um, the title is Remember and Do Not Forget. Mm. So that um, our, uh, our in, remember and do not forget. Yeah, our, our in, DF is what I call it for short, but I haven't said that in a while. And so, yeah, I'm very excited to uh, unlock this book that's rarely read, the sermon yeah. series from Moses. So much there and such a timely message. So really looking forward to it. Well, awesome. Well, we cannot wait to have you back. Um, I'm sure that, that everyone that has heard has been super excited. We are yes. all excited to have Rachel back with us again. So make sure that you come to Pigeon Forge Yay! Around Rock and hear her there um, and join us for the evening of Real Refreshment. You are going to love it. So Rachel, thank you again so much for spending your time on your birthday. This is recording on her birthday. So happy That's birthday right. officially. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Leslie, for having me. And may God bless your ministry. Well, thank you very much. And to all of you out there, thank you so much once again for spending this time with us. Um, it has been a joy to talk to Rachel. I'm sure it's been a great encouragement as she has said over and over and over again. I know there's a mom that needs to hear this. I know there's a mom that needs to hear this. If you were a mom that needed to hear this, um, let us know that. Send Rachel and myself a note. Let us know what, what was said that really encouraged your heart so that we make sure that we are out there ministering to others I'm sure you're not alone in that. So uh, send us a note, send us, leave us a comment on these posts, um, leave us a comment on the podcast, but let us know if this was something that you really needed to hear. And I hope and pray that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Go out, love your children, love your husbands, get in God's word. And I will talk to you again real soon. for joining us today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently, so we're here to help. We would love to get to know you this year at one of our four live Teach Them Diligently events, and then throughout the year when you become part of the Teach Them Diligently 365 community. Check out the notes from today's show for more details about what we discussed today, as well as all of these other resources that Teach Them Diligently has to offer. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon.